and chocolate and coffee drinks, iced coffee all day long, especially recently more than ever. There's even some influencers that praise themselves for being so deep and so connected. Meanwhile, they're eating caffeine, drinking caffeine six ways from Sunday. Can you get spiritually connected while your adrenals are pumping? Um, maybe not. Maybe yes. Maybe no. Um, I don't know about that. I would say no. You got to try to do it between caffeine. How do you know if you're getting a spiritual high or a caffeine high? When fight or flight takes over your brain, really no way of knowing. Caffeine changes the personality of a person, like they've been bitten by a zombie. I've seen people who know people only while they're on caffeine. It's the only way they know them. And they see them one time when they happen to be off the caffeine for a moment, and it's like, who are you? Like, like who are you? And the person even knows they're different. Then there's someone you know on caffeine. And then you also know them off of caffeine. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. Which one is it? You don't know what you're going to get. So who's getting spiritually connected today? Is it Jekyll? Are you getting spiritually connected? Or is it Hyde? Are you getting spiritually connected? Which one is? There was this elderly couple I knew. Husband was on caffeine every day for 40 years. Espresso in the morning, coffee throughout the day, espresso at night, and chocolate occasionally in between. He got a health problem. He was 60 years old. Had to go on some heart meds. Doctor told him to stop the espresso. So he quit all caffeine. His wife said it was as if she met him for the first time. She didn't even know who he was as he was off the caffeine. Some of the things she reported was he had more patience for her. He was less cranky after he went through withdrawal. He slept better at night. He stopped kicking her in the bed. And she even said he stopped jabbing her in the leg with his toenails while they were in bed at night. And he was less argumentative and confrontational. I'll never forget that one. With other relatives and his own kids. His kids were like, I got a dad I never met. This was, like, very strange, she said. And he smiled more, was more pleasant to talk to, and he asked a lot of questions instead of being wrapped up in his own head. You know the deal, wrapped up in your own head? It was like a different person without a stimulant. But this isn't the case with everybody, but I've seen this a lot. One of the hardest parts about it all, a small group of people at a get-together, men in the industries at the top, knew what they were doing when they hooked women on caffeine. They knew it was unfair, and they knew it was a cheap shot at them. Because back in the old days, you get women hooked on caffeine, you keep them busy. Addictions take energy and time, and it numbs women up. What caffeine drinkers and consumers don't realize is a big portion of their lives becomes the caffeine monsters because you lose time to this caffeine monster and time is precious. When you spend time on caffeine, it's not going to get you better from a sickness. Instead, over time, it can lead you to a sickness and suck more of your time away. The private industry knows this. They know it's a toxin. They know it lowers the quality of life. It's called 
Death by a thousand cuts. And caffeine is a few of those cuts. Plus, if you add it up with all the time spent getting your coffee, driving and burning gas to get your coffee, your chocolate, all the time spent making your coffee, worrying about your coffee, taking diversions and excursions to find your coffee, and then many future doctor appointments because of your coffee, you find that in our short life that we live, which is very short here on planet Earth and goes by very fast, that if you add up all this time, you would be gobsmacked to how much time you lost in your life. There's a saying, use your time wisely. But that's right. When you're young, you think you have all the time in the world. I get it. And when you're not so sick or not sick at all, yeah, you think you'll live forever. Of course, you can see caffeine as your daily fun, getting together with people, spending time alone with it, with your cup of coffee. That's your daily chore or fun outing getting your coffee drinks. It's a great thing to do with your girlfriend or boyfriend, husband or wife, friends and family. You wake up in the morning, try a different brew, different blend, foam, no foam, cream, no cream, sugar, no sugar. You covet it. You covet your coffee, your matcha tea, your chocolate. You protect it. But all addictions at one point or another, we see as fun and we protect them with everything we have and we stay in denial, especially this one, get us in the end somehow one way or another. And we get tricked because science and research supports this one. Yeah, they think it's good for us, and we think it's good for us. They don't know why. They have their theories because every study they do has an asterisk by it that says, there's a lot of variables, study inconclusive, and all paid for by the caffeine industry. The antioxidants in coffee so-called helped a rat in a cage not die as fast, or maybe caused a rat in a cage to see better or something. I don't know. Depends who's on the shift watching the rat. And at that lab, with research in science, was the lab technician drinking coffee themselves? Because they're in denial too. Almost every scientist is on coffee. Every lab technician is on coffee. With all the studies they've done with coffee, matcha tea, and chocolate, and caffeine, did they choose lab technicians that were off of all of that and not on caffeine? If a lab technician is drinking their coffee in the morning, looking over the rat cage, they're going to make sure a bad outcome doesn't come out. Ain't nobody taking their coffee away. You can't get any more biased than that. A classic bias study. And don't think it didn't happen, because it already did, many times. Um, hey, I'm trying to see what the behavior in this rat cage is here, uh, but I kind of brain fogged a bit and didn't wake up yet. Uh, Frank, did you pick up coffee yet? Uh, no? Uh, whoa, 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 what the rat did you do? Did you see the rat? Oh, he's fine. Oh, he's fine. I just gave him a caffeine injection. I better give him another caffeine injection. Wait, he's on his exercise wheel. His eyeballs are popped out. Ooh, ooh, look at him go. Oh, uh, Frank, get the vegan ice cream. Uh, Mike, what are you getting? Oh, you getting the one with chocolate? Uh, me too. Uh, I got an all-day shift. Hey, Frank, uh, Frank, you look tired this morning. You didn't drink your coffee yet? Well, you better get it. Uh, wait, wait, the rat. 
What's he doing? Oh, he looks fine. Let's do a blood sample. Uh, what does the Caffeine Corporation want us to do? Uh, they want us to see antioxidants are at play here? Uh, how do we identify an antioxidant? I mean, we're just giving the rat a vial of caffeine derived from matcha tea, and he's all jazzed up. Wait, 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 what's he doing? He's asleep. I wonder why. Because they just blew out the rat's adrenals. Why would a lab tech know anything about adrenals? The lab tech wouldn't. It's that ridiculous. Don't be fooled. There's nothing so science, so proven, so anything about it. It's that wrong and it's that lame. How do I know? Because I've had good scientists, good lab technicians contact me that are good people telling me that's not too far from how it is. In fact, almost identical in some cases. It's a lot worse than you even just heard. A paid-for study is a paid-for study. And the shareholders, they need an outcome so that they can eventually have it trickle down to finally some third-rate doctor with five years of experience who knows nothing about chronic illness, isn't seasoned in the field, and does their first podcast on health and says how women, including young women, should be drinking matcha tea because it's good for them. Great. A drug pusher. Just what we need. A third-rate drug pusher that goes online and picks off some bogus studies somewhere on their spare time because he's hooked on caffeine daily himself and then shouts it out on his little podcast and knows everyone will like it because it just gave them permission. It's as simple as this. And why is caffeine so hard to let?